Welcome to the Finding Hope, Joy, and Purpose podcast. This is your host, Jamel Godlewski. This podcast is brought to you by Lead and Impact, LLC. It is a leadership and team development consulting and coaching business. Please contact me, Jamel Godlewski, at gmail.com or go to the website, www.leadandimpact.com. Dot org for more information. Boom, I'm in control. That's what this episode is about. Self-control. Side note, I got to see Janet Jackson back in May. What a wonderful concert. Oof, dance the night away. Self-control. What's it mean? It means to have discipline over yourself, to be able to set healthy boundaries, to be able to rule over your actions. Right there. Not give in to that impulse, that self-control. Not give in to that negative thought, that self-control. Not give in to that temptation, that self-control. Proverbs 25, 28 says, A man without self-control is like a city broken. It's broken into and it's left without walls. It's chaos. That's what it is. Now, many people would say, along with me, would say for years, struggled with self-control. Like, I just don't have it. I see that chocolate cake and I want it. Let's, let's remember this is not about perfection, okay? It means that we might have this impulse, we might have this thought, we might have this urge, but we've got things in, in place to keep us from giving into it. I believe part of the human condition is that we have these things. And in my opinion, without God, without having some things in place, I have lived in that place of no control. Paul describes it. Paul describes it in Romans 7 where I do what I don't want to do. I know not to do it, but I do it anyway. Have you ever been there? Man, I have been there. Where my, my thoughts can run rampant and then I just can't help but act on them. Self-control. It is, it is difficult. Why is it important? It can help us from being from self-sabotaging. It can help us from self-destruction. When I was living a life without control, my soul was in the pits of despair. Like it was on this merry-go-round of I can't get off of I can't control it. I can't slow it down. 
I tell people, and I wrote a, I wrote a testimonial book called The Road to Nowhere because I couldn't get off this road. I felt like I just couldn't make a, a turn any other direction. That's what lack of self-control is. And, and when I... When I, when I made the choice to allow God's love and forgiveness to come into me and allowed him and, and other human beings in to help guide me, to help me set my own boundaries, to help me get rid of those thoughts when they come in my mind, because I still have bad thoughts. I still have temptations. I still have things, urges that I'm like, no, 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 don't, don't. I, as I've allowed people to help me develop these tools to not live in the chaos and the, the cycle, the vicious cycle. Sometimes people are like, I don't understand. How have you been able to do this? Well, I haven't done it on my own. And I'm not sure old Miss Janet Jackson would say this. That's not her song is not the theme song here. Although it's a fun song, I might come back and sing some more. But when we can exude self-control over behaviors, thoughts, urges, temptations, we are magnifying God. Because it's not us in control. Left to my own devices my life would be a disaster. If I am in control of everything, it is not going to end well. Many times God has protected me from things that I thought I wanted and I needed. In the simplest form, self-control is not giving into that immediate gratification and looking longer term through a spiritual lens, you might say the the eternal good is greater than the immediate gratification. I just told my financial advisor last week that my retirement plan is heaven. I don't have a whole lot of money that's going to make a lot of money. But that's okay. That's a whole other episode. So you might be saying, well, Jamel, these are all great. I agree on everything you've said, but how do I start developing self-control? Well, one, you can develop a habit. So habits take um, about 21 days to become a habit. So you have to kind of force yourself to do these things, to make it a habit. How I start my day is extremely important. I have five things that I'm going to say are, are part of my toolbox in developing and keeping self-control. One is time and devotion and meditation. I read a devotional. I have an app that then helps me to meditate and also reads to me positive affirmations and scripture. That's number one. 
I spend some time in devotion and meditation. Number two is I spend some time in prayer. I, I don't know how to expand on that. Time doesn't need to be 20 minutes in a church somewhere. I'm not going to tell you to do that. I'm not going to tell you you have to be on your knees at your bed. It looks different and it is different for everybody. So whatever that looks like for you. Okay. Third tool. Now we're getting, this is a little bit more difficult. Confession. When I start sensing myself losing control, starting to feel myself being swayed outside of my boundaries, I confess that to somebody else so that they can help in reining me back in. Even if that just means I've got it out of my mind and out of my thought process. Hey, I'm having these thoughts today. I might text somebody. By confessing my thoughts, it's getting them out of my head. When I am really struggling, like with that control or with that um, urge, that temptation, again, I confess that to somebody. Somebody that's safe, somebody that's in my circle. Okay. Confession. Fourth tool is to identify and remove triggers. Triggers that are going to trigger you to cave into that temptation or to that negative thought to unravel. Sometimes those triggers are people. So I have to set boundaries up with people that potentially can negatively influence me. If that's family, that's much more difficult. But I have found that that's a key. What are my triggers? So let's, let's review so far. Tool number one, devotion and meditation. Tool number two, prayer. Tool number three, confession. Tool number four, identifying and removing triggers. And then tool number five is if and when you mess up. Because I mess up. We're not perfect human beings. So if and when... You mess up to remember that I am forgiven. Remember, you are forgiven. You do not have an expectation on you of being perfectly in control to do what I want. No, sometimes what you want is a bad thing. Sometimes what you think you want and what you need is not the right thing. So when you sometimes give into that and you mess up, you're forgiven. It's okay. Now, you might have to go back and do like damage control with relationships, jobs. That's part of the consequences of when we lack our impulse control, when we lack of control is there's going to be consequences. But that's okay. Okay, you can face them. You can do it. 
You got it. It's okay. So, self-control. Left to my own devices, my mind will go a lot of places and sometimes not good places. And then I, it's much harder for me to not act. So I have had to put safeguards in place, habits in place, tools in place to help me in my self-control. You can do this. You really, really can. Set up some baby steps. Um, set up uh, an accountability group. If this is something that you're really lacking, like shopping or drinking or whatever, whatever your your weakness might be in control. If you want help, I will do the best I can. Like reach out to me, Jamel Gadlewski at Gmail. I'm on social media, private message me. Um, this isn't easy, but there are steps we can take together, okay? I did not do this alone at all. It's been a team effort, and it still is a team effort in my life. So self-control, very important, very key, important characteristic to have. Sometimes we are our worst enemy, at least I was. Okay. I think I think this is the end. I think this is the end of this season of personal characteristics. So the next season is going to be about living authentically. I am going to be working it out and looking at different topics for each episode and looking for people to interview. If you have certain things that you would like to discuss or have me speak about and, and what it means to live authentically, then reach out to me. Okay. Um, I want this to be a podcast that actually helps you and that you feel like you're getting something out of. Um, so this is about you, not about me. All right. So reach out to me. Let me know if there's certain things you want me to discuss, or maybe there's a certain person that you want to have, uh, have me interview that perhaps I can, can get on the podcast. So thank you for tuning in. All right. Stay tuned. Uh, one more season to finish up the 2023. 2023 is like more than half over everybody. How in the heck did that happen? Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it. <laughs>